0: Have you ever thought about death, or maybe what would you like others to say about you? Or put an epitaph on your tombstone? Has it ever crossed your mind? Have you ever thought about those things? What you like to, others to say about you once you and I are no longer on this Earth? Reminds me when I was a DCE. I took a group of teenagers to a local funeral home to tour it. We met with mortician and funeral home director. Maybe just exposing kids to death in a funeral home because one day they might have to go there as a loved one might die. Just like when I was a teenager, my DCE took us to the funeral home to check out death, caskets for sale, embalming process, things like that. Remember one time when I took a group of kids there to the funeral home, we left the building, and the mortician looked at us and said, I'll see you all later. No thanks. Death. It reminds us of death and the reality of death. Reminds me of the pastor who, the first confirmation class, he always took his class to the cemetery. He gave him the task of finding out who was born the earliest, who lived the longest. Check out their tombstones. Who just died the most recently? To you, which one had the most profound tombstone? And the confirmation students would walk around for 15, 20 minutes taking notes, and they'd all gather back with the pastor. The pastor then said, there's a reason why I brought you to the cemetery to check out the dates. Because one day, you will all be just like all of us will be where? In some way or another at the cemetery. Death is all around us. A definition of death is that no one will see us see our face again. And a definition of death for us believers is that we'll see our Lord face to face. So I'd like to talk to you about tombstones and some sayings to reflect upon. Maybe you'd like to have this written on your tombstone. Some are very blessed, like, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see who. Once again, heaven is seeing Christ face to face. Or, days of duty done, days of rest begun. That's wonderful for a Christian's funeral. Days of duty done, days of rest begun. Or for this Good Shepherd Sunday, I was just read to you in the Psalm: "Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever." Or for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Those are wonderful Christian epithets. In my internet search, I also found some that were rather humorous or unique. I told you I was ill. Or, now I have an eternity think inside the box. Or, here lies an atheist all dressed up with no place to go. Well, that's what they think. (laughs) Or, that's all, folks. Mel Blank, Man of a Thousand Voices. Any of you old enough to remember Merv Griffin? I will not be back after this message. And finally, this is an actual tombstone. I'm not sure where it's located. Here I lie, but don't you cry, for one day too you will die. Tombstone named, is he dead yet? Okay. Some tombstones bring us closer to today. The piano played the music of her soul. Talking about a mom who blessed others with the tunes of her heart. Raised four beautiful daughters with only one bathroom and there was still, still was love. And finally, a mother's love lives on. Some dedicated to mothers, which leads us to today, Blessed Mother's Day. I had a seminary professor who said, once again, I'm going to tell you pastors, don't make too much of Mother's Day. Well, in some ways he's correct, in some ways maybe not. Happy Blessed Mother's Day. But for Mother's Day, for some of us, it's really not a day to celebrate because some of us here have lost our mothers this past year. There are mothers who have lost their children, and there's children who have lost their mothers. And there's women who lament because they cannot be mothers. There's some of us here who lost our mothers early in their life, and there's some here who they're estranged from their mothers. And yet there are mothers who are here celebrating as they're a first-time mother and their child's inside their womb. So to us, Mother's Day yesterday to celebrate. And yes, again, we rejoice with mothers, whether a person's a young mother or an elderly mother and nearing the end of their life to see Jesus face to face. Mother's Day presents us with the reality of life on this earth and the blessings of eternal life, seeing God face to face. So yes, have a very blessed Mother's Day and enjoy the gifts that God has given to you through the mothers. And yet also realize that there's some around us who maybe Mother's Day isn't as celebrative as it could have once been. Sometimes their grief. Now, St. Paul echoes in today's first reading Uh, grief that he shares and hope that he has. Can you read this verse with me out loud, please? Now, none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see my face again. That's quite a profound statement from St. Paul. I think he knew that he was going to die or be martyred. And so what he said to his followers, what he said to those who he built up in the Christian churches, you will not probably see my face again. Paul knows that he's going to die. So yes, Mother's Day are an opportunity for us to rejoice, but we always know, even when my mother was alive, that the day might come when my mother wouldn't be here. And we all know that life in this world, there might become a time that we might not see somebody else's face. And so yes, today is Mother's Day, but in this past year we sometimes deal with grief, much like Paul deals with grief. There's death, there's loss, there's relocation, never see their face again. So some of us here, we journey through the seasons of grief. Let me take you through the seasons of grief. There's autumn shock. I can't believe somebody died. I can't believe I'm not gonna see their face again. I can't believe this happened so soon. I thought I had more time to prepare. I can't believe that we'll never be together again. And their shock goes through our heart and our soul and our system. Can't believe my life is changing like this. And I can't believe I have to deal with this now. I wasn't expecting it. And then there's the winter bleakness. Short days, cold nights, bitter winds of loneliness, depression, of loss. And we go through dark days of winter when we lose loved ones. How my life is different. How much I miss them and there's nobody like them. And then comes spring variety. And in spring variety, in that season of grief, we begin to see a light at the end of the tunnel. And some days are joyous. Yes, some days are rainy like early in this week and then we're blessed with yesterday and today. The sunshine and depression and hurt and grief begins to break up. And finally, there's summer death. That when we come near to the end of our grief journey, we're a very different person. We learn to live without that loved one. Our life is maybe different. We're different people. We're fuller people. We see life at different angles and we appreciate things we never appreciated before. Friends in Christ, when we deal with the reality of those we'll never see face to face, we deal with grief, but God brings us through that grief process, through the seasons of grief, realizing one day our great hope is that we'll see others face to face in the kingdom of heaven. And That's what St. Paul shares with us. You'll not see my face again, but St. Paul lives his life with an epitaph at the end, what he wants written. Paul's a faithful shepherd, and this is what Paul says about the rest of his days. He tells us, don't add years to our life, but add life to our years. I mean by that, well, am I living life to the fullest? Am I being everything that God has called me to be? Am I living out my mission, or am I just living out each day? And then St. Paul also calls us to be faithful where he has placed us. Paul's faithful in his calling to proclaim the kingdom, where God has placed you and I be faithful in those callings." And Paul says this, "Be aware of false shepherds. Those who subtract, divide those who neglect the death and resurrection of Christ. be aware of those who appear like sheep, but they're really wolves, and they will tear you away from the word of truth. And Paul proclaims the word of God's grace. He proclaims, it builds us up for today for life today not knowing the challenges and joy. And he also brings us the blessings of eternity. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and in the end, after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will, shall see God. And Jesus says, I'm the resurrection of life. Even though you die, you shall live forever. And Jesus says, I have come, that you may have life and life to the full. And Jesus is a good shepherd who lays down his life for sheep, for sheep who like to stray. And we all know this. For God so loved the What? Gave his only begotten son. And so St. Paul says even though you're not going to see me face to face, even though my death is imminent, I'm going to continue to proclaim the kingdom of God among you until we see each other face to face in the kingdom of God. Over the past couple years, I've come to appreciate Jordan Peterson. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. To some, he's contentious, to some, he's debatable. But I came across him when I drive and I listen to his podcast. Who's Jordan Peterson? He's an atheist who is journeying his way into the Christian faith. He's a deep thinker. He's a psychiatrist and psychologist from Canada. He has much insight into life. I think that's why many people appreciate him, including me. He also teaches Bible studies. They're really not bad. He has unique insight into it. Very unique insight into his scripture readings. I'd like to share with you some things that Jordan Peterson says as you and I live out life on this earth. Jordan Peterson says this. Can you read it with me? I'm not asking you to treat yourself as someone to help yourself, but someone for helping others. In the Star Wars movie, A New Hope, Luke Skywalker looks at Han Solo Han Solo is the bounty hunter just gets paid. Who's going to leave? Luke tells Han, take care of yourself because that's what you're best at. There's a lot of people who are best at taking care of themselves. But Jordan Peterson, he says, treat yourself as someone responsible for what? Helping somebody else. In small ways, in great ways. So friends in Christ, every day is an opportunity for us to help somebody else in a small way or a great way. Treat yourself as someone there. I think St. Paul means that when he speaks about being faithful to his calling. Are you familiar with St. Jude's? Do you know what I refer to? St. Jude that helps children? St. Jude, if you've ever been there, I was there a few years ago, it really is a research facility, just a very small hospital. And St. Jude is always about numbers. They want to decrease childhood mortality due to cancerous diseases and blood cancer they want to increase life expectancy they want to increase cures and decrease pain that children go through are you aware that st jude's they'll cover every single bit of your expense if you have a child with one of those forms of cancer whether you live in maine or southwest california alaska or miami beach st jude will pick you up and pay for your expenses to memphis and pay for your entire life Through young adulthood, that's St. Jude. Now, my point is about St. Jude is, talking about helping others in little ways, can you guess what the average donation is to St. Jude? And their donations are in the hundreds of millions each year. What's the average donation to St. Jude? $50. Something we all can do. I'm not here to promote that. I'm here to say, "Treat treat, treat yourself as someone responsible for helping. Not helping yourselves for helping. Every situation that you're in, whether in the ball field, in your home, wherever you are, treat yourself as someone responsible for helping. Jordan Peterson also says, compare yourself to yesterday. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. Don't compare yourself to someone that you hope to be. Compare yourself to somebody because friends in Christ, every day as a believer, we continue to grow in the faith. Had a member of my previous church who told me, Pastor, I couldn't believe what a jerk I was five or ten years ago because they constantly grew in the faith. Every day, a day of repentance is a day of growth. Every day we're growing in the faith. For me, as your pastor, I believe the day that I stop learning is the day I should stop preaching. Compare yourself to yesterday. Lord willing, today I'm a better person. Today I'm a more mature and deeper person. And finally, Jordan Peterson says this. Do what is meaningful, not expedient or convenient. Because our whole life is about our convenience, but do what is meaningful. You planning on doing something meaningful today? If your mother's still alive, call her. Go visit someone. Send a note to a long lost friend. Do something kind to someone, do something meaningful. My wife and I, we were biking yesterday out of Independence Dam, and there's a young man rolled down his car window. He said hi to me, he comes to school here. He said, my brothers and sisters, they're in the back seat too. That was a very little thing that somebody did that was meaningful. Do what is what? Meaningful. Not what is expedient. Read a chapter of a book that's going to help you become a better worker. Read a chapter in a book that's going to help you be a more rounded person. Read a chapter out of the Bible. These are things that you and I are called to do. Awaiting to see Jesus face to face and awaiting to see our loved ones face to face in the kingdom of heaven. Treat yourself as someone responsible for helping. Compare yourself to yesterday and do what is meaningful. That's what our Lord calls us to be. Christ has an empty tomb. There's nothing on his tombstone. He's living. Paul's tombstone is one of faith. What about your tombstone, my tombstone? I think what this whole message is trying to say, can you read it? It's more blessed to what? Give than to receive. Meaningful. Someone responsible to help. Living my life out face to face till I see God face to face. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. So how about this for a closing thought? Can you all read it with me? Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take myself and I will be ever only all for Thee. And all God's people say...